Welcome to the Alignment is a New Hustle podcast, a place where you learn how to be your best resource. I'm your host, Jody K. Edwards, influencer and intuitive success coach for entrepreneurs just like you. If you're looking to build a better business and a better mindset, then you're in the right place because I am obsessed with helping you upload your life by offering you strategies and mindset shifts that you can implement today. My soul's purpose is to help you grow your business and expand your mind by providing actionable steps you can take to release the magic within you right now. How we choose to think is how we get the things that we want in our lives. So get further faster by aligning your mind. Welcome to episode 23 of the Alignment is a New Hustle podcast. Today I have an amazing guest for you guys. Her name is Tiffany Benson. Tiff Benson is an entrepreneur, perfumista, and an optimistic beauty who shares her passion for fragrance. And she has a love of all things beautiful, which I love that motto. She's based in New York City and started her blog in 2016. And since then, she's honestly never looked back. She's the founder of the Fragrance Society and Flaunt Beauty. I have bought a few of those lashes and I love them, girl. But today, her mission is to inspire the world to discover fragrance while also helping people live a more confident, beautiful, well-lived life. Welcome, Tiff. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on your show. So excited to have you here. Tell us a little bit about you, just the person behind this amazing brand. You have these gorgeous companies. Your branding is beautiful. It's so clean. You're just like this radiant light to people. How did you get motivated to start just, I guess, I know it sounds weird, start being you, but start your business and just find the mission that you are um, portraying today. Well, I've always been a creative and I'm someone who I feel like if I'm not truly enjoying myself, I just don't want to do it. Um, For a long time, part of my life I was a professional dancer and I just I love the arts I just love like beauty and aesthetic beauty and clean lines that's that's kind of my background and um you know I would say throughout my early professional career I used to work in corporate as well um and I hated it yeah I I I really hated it I I did it because I felt like, you know, it was one of those things where your parents kind of tell you, well, you better get a real job. (laughs) Corporate is not the place for creatives at all. There's just no room for your creativity to just flourish at all. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how I felt. I felt completely stifled. I felt like I felt like I couldn't catch my breath. And it it gave me terrible anxiety, to be honest. Um, and what what re- ended up happening was I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. Like, I just don't want to do this. And that's what made me decide to start focusing on my passions in a real way and really trying to build it out so that it so that it is a real job. <laughs> yeah, something sustainable. Right. There's a lot of people out there that might be listening to this but that might be thinking, yeah, I can totally relate. I've been there myself. It's just whenever you're not following that soul's blueprint, you feel uncomfortable. And a lot of times our depression anxiety stems from us living this life that we're really not even meant to live. Mm. And there's so many people stuck in that trap thinking, I have to stay in corporate. I have to do this. I have to pay my bills, right? Uh, So what piece of advice do you have for people that really want to take that leap and might feel like how we once felt and want to make that transition from 
doing something that no longer serves them to following their passion? Uh, well, I would definitely say take the leap when you're ready to leap. If you're not ready to leap, don't take the leap. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you feel like you're supported, if you feel like you um, have a cushion, if you feel like you know what it is that you want to do and you you know what you're passionate about and you're ready to pursue your business on your entrepreneurship in a real way, then leap. But if you Mm -hmm. don't have those things in place and you don't know where your next dollar will come from, (laughs) you know, take some time, think about it. Get those coins together. That honestly, it's such real advice because I don't have this amazing story of being an entrepreneur. Like I just woke up one day, I decided to just go for it. It was like, no, I had bills to pay I had uh, you know people that I was helping out financially at the time so that's such good advice it's like we don't all have this journey of you know really sucked for a bit and then I quit and then I just made it Mm -hmm. so what were some of those things like the not so glamorous side of starting a business right what were a few things that you had to really learn or teach yourself to launch these amazing companies so for me, I never had a problem with um, dreaming. Like I'm a dreamer. I'm an artist. Like I can, I can just see it. I can see it before it's even there. Right. So I didn't have that sort of issue of like, where do I start? My issue was kind of like the learning curve of accounting and like setting up the business, like the the actual hardcore business side of it like how will I market myself mm-hmm. and what, do I have to file taxes quarterly or yearly right. and you know those sort of things like okay d- putting a business plan together so that not only am I happy but I'm sustainable right and that I'm growing those things were really challenging. And sometimes those things are still challenging because it's always changing. Yes. Yeah, business isn't just about posting gorgeous photos on Instagram, even though I love your Instagram feed. The aesthetic is amazing. But I think sometimes people see that Mm -hmm. and they think, oh, like easy for this person. They have a ton of followers and they have a gorgeous Instagram feed. But it's having a successful business is so much more than that. Yeah. Out of, I would love to know a little bit more about the Fragrance Society. So I'm very familiar with, familiar with flaunt beauty what about the fragrance society started made you feel like this was something that your audience needed or that the world needed because it's so unique there I honestly can't think of nothing else comes to mind right (laughs) unlike the fragrance society that you started so when I started blogging I was like, you know, I, I really want to have conversations about fragrance because no one is having these sort of conversations about, you know, what fragrances are good, what fragrances are in trend, what fragrances are in vogue at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just very curious. I was I was curious to hear what other people thought about similar fragrances that I loved. And as I started to uh, have these conversations on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, I noticed that 
there were quite a few people that wanted to have these conversations with me. And I'm not just talking about comments. I'm talking about like views and engagement and likes and just, you know, people were more excited about the fragrance than I actually was, you know, (laughs) it's like you, you go to a store and you buy a scent and you think you're the only one that knows about it. You post a video and then boom, like, almost a million hits later on the video, you're like, wow, okay, there's something here. Right. So once I kind of like tapped into um, that, that energy of like, okay, I know my people want to have conversations about fragrance, but where do we do it? So I started to think about it and I was like, well, we could, we could do it in a Facebook group. But then I felt like my, my community really wanted more more. And I, and I think that when, when you start something like this and you're on this journey, it starts out simple in the beginning and simple is always good. But when your people start to ask like, well, when is the next event that you'll be hosting? Or can we do, can we do like giveaways and prizes and things like that? You know, your, your, your community kind of lets you know when it's time to grow. And it just was, and I created the fragrance society because of it. Yeah. And that seems that when you said tune into that energy, I love it because a lot of times there's the strategy part of business and then there's the intuitive part of business. And I'm so for that, just intuitively feeling out what people want, where to go next, just being in that energy flow of, you know, what's going to be the next right move for me and the business. I know the Fragrance Society has taken you a lot of amazing places. So what is, I guess you've overcome a quite a lot just with the different audiences and growing and it just seems that entrepreneurs these days they don't get enough credit for learning all the hard things like the accounting and all the things to actually be successful but what would you say is like the best part of the fragrance society just something that you've experienced recently or like your favorite like shining moment from it Oh, wow. Um, so when I launched the Fragrance Society around the same time, I feel like in total transparency, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to create things that um, that elevate your own brand. Yeah. And it was it wasn't in, intentional. It wasn't like an intentional sort of thing. It was it came out of necessity again, because my community asked for it but when you're in that process sometimes you don't even realize that this is an elevation you know this is going to be better for everyone that's involved your your own brand the people who you serve and you know the brands that you connect with so once i created it i established this huge uh promotional campaign with John Varvatos and Nick Jonas. I was a part of their promotional campaign and I thought that was so amazing. Yeah, that is huge. <laughs> that is seriously so huge. <laughs> you know, I'm here dancing next to Nick Jonas, <laughs> you know, living my best life. Right. I saw that on uh, your Instagram story and I was like, girl, you are living your best life. <laughs> yes, I almost died. I was like, yes, this show is. Don't look at me too long now. Like, oh, God. 
too funny. Uh, oh my gosh. But at least you probably have those really cute lashes on, right? Yes, I did, honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good idea. Also, it's like building different extensions of your personal brand. I am a huge advocate for people branding themselves because they can then take it anywhere they want to go. So that kind of segues really well into just you as a person embodying this idea of beauty from the inside out. And then of course, like the outside in. So the fragrance and the lashes, but it just seems like your branding, you've created this, I can't even think of the right word, but just like this amazing bundle together where you really are kind of unstoppable because it seems like a lot of the things that you're focusing on are in the beauty industry, but it's a little bit different. So that twist, I love that you, your mission is to inspire the world, to discover all the different things and be confident and live this beautiful, well-lived life. But is there anything that like some mindset work that you had to do to become the person you are, to become this entrepreneur who's able to speak on this platform and create this conversation around beauty and create all these different ways for people to feel confident and feel like they're living a well-lived life? Absolutely. Absolutely. Every day. You know, I feel like that's one of the hardest parts about adulting and being an adult, right? Because aside from business and beauty and, you know, aside from all that, right? In this world, we have to really take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like nothing is well if we're not taking care of our own personal wellness, our, our mental wellness, our physical wellness, our emotional wellness. Like it's so important. Like we can't do anything. We can't be successful or succeed at anything unless those things are in check. Yeah. I just um, got chills because it's so good. It's so, so true. It's, I mean... I've learned it countless times. There were times where, um, you know, as a professional dancer, which is being very, you know, very competitive, that was, yeah. that was a great learning experience for me too, because it, it toughened me up in a way that I really needed to, um, I really needed to be toughened up for the next stage of my life with, through, with entrepreneurship. But, um, like being a professional dancer is very hard on your body. And sometimes like you feel like you're limitless, right? Mm -hmm. And you, sometimes you feel like you could be unstoppable, but in reality it's like, girl, like you just, you just had knee surgery. Like yeah. you need to kind of, you know, dial it back, right. and, you know, re-energize and recharge. And even like through my twenties, like I realized with myself, like I did no mental, emotional work. I was just so focused and so driven. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like in my thirties, I feel like I'm in a much, I feel like I'm in a much safer, more comfortable, more authentic, authentic space because I'm in tune with who I am more. And every day I do the work, you know, every day yeah. I exercise, every day I meditate. Ooh, yeah. I cannot personally, I cannot get to a space of like creation and productivity unless I do the work on myself first, period. Yes. That is so, so true that shift from that hustle and the grind to aligning the mind. I mm -hmm. am so for that. I've created this huge brand around it. And it's one of those things that I wish I could almost like gently shake it into people that feel like they have to wake up every day and hit the ground running and hustle. But 
you said it perfectly. Nothing is well unless we're well. So it's like you can get up and, you know, grind as much as you want. But at the end of the day, you're going to find yourself like not really being happy with the results or really ever being like, is that word content? I guess. Did you ever find that when you're in that hustle, hustle, go, go, go mode? It was like, maybe you're getting a lot done, but there was still this little voice like, oh, you can do more. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. For me, it was one of those big things of just, okay, I need to have a conversation with myself. Like, Jodi, you need to take some time and just work on you for a little bit instead of working on all these other things. Absolutely. It's like, how can you take care of your business if you can't take care of yourself? Yes. You oh my know? gosh. How so can dumb. you do that? So I really had to pay attention to that and I had to honor it. And, you know, now, like, say, for example, like you, you actually just gave a perfect example, like, okay, you need to do more. You need to go, go, go. But when you're in the space of like, you know what, I'm going to take care of myself first and then I'm going to take care of my business and anything else that needs anything of me. It's like, you can look back at, on your day and reflect and be like, you know what? I did enough today. Yeah. And, and tomorrow's another day. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And I can definitely tell just by speaking with you and the way you come across on social media, you have this inner calm. And that's something that not a lot of people have because it's your vibe really does attract your tribe. So even if you, I don't know if you've ever seen those memes of like me trying to keep my life together, but it's, <laughs> like, it's so true because we always have so much going on, but there's something that you can just tell you're centered, you're balanced, but you're busy. Like you have so much going on. So I really appreciate you taking time for this podcast because I know you have so much going on in your busy schedule, but I love that you shared that you always take time for you when you're in this mode of protecting your energy and you know meditating working on you what is the hardest thing that you found to stay focused and build that routine where you're allowing yourself to focus on you hmm you know <laughs> this is going to sound so narcissistic but <laughs> girl say it <laughs> i don't have trouble focusing on myself I, I really don't. I really try to prioritize myself first. Yes. I just do. Um, it's important to me because then I know how I can interact and engage with people and and be of service and of purpose for someone else. You yeah. know, like I just I have to make sure I'm good. If I'm good, then we're all good. If I'm yes. not good, it's not going to be pretty. Exactly. It's like, I feel like my life is that I hate this saying, but like, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Because yes. like, for me, it's like, I know if I can be centered and grounded, like it's going to be good for everyone. Exactly. But there's exactly. nothing narcissistic about that at all. That's actually something that I hope everyone listening to this can take a page out of your book. Because since when did it become selfish for us to practice self-care? for us to be okay and it's just like everything you've been saying on today's episode is so on par with your brand it's like it's uncanny because that is one of the things of like working on the inner beauty the outer beauty but also like the work that needs to be done it just I don't know I feel like it just goes hand in hand perfectly thank you thank you so much I appreciate that because I it again every day it's it's something that you have to work at and work towards. Mm-hmm. And again, I feel like it's so important just just to even honor yourself in that way. It's a blessing. You know, some people don't wake up out of sleep. Yeah. 
you yeah. know some people this is their last day you yeah. know so like if you want to be a better version of yourself tomorrow you got to do the work you just have to there's no way around it no one's going to do it for you yeah that's for sure that's the thing too yeah you can't wait around for someone else to care about you as much as you're going to care about yourself or someone mm-hmm. else to you know give you permission you have to give yourself permission first yep during this journey of being an entrepreneur and just growing these different brands there just has to be so much that you've learned what is the biggest thing if you can pick just one that you've learned in this journey of starting your brand growing it nurturing your audience spending time on you you know finding that balance what is the biggest takeaway that you'd like to share today pivoting pivoting yeah yeah pivoting kind of just being in the flow of what you're doing and then realizing like when you're out of flow and when it's like an uphill battle and when it's time to kind of just walk away or put it down for a second you know and then also to like kind of like realizing okay should i put this down for a minute or should i just completely walk away sometimes you just have to pivot just to to realign with the energy of like moving forward it's okay you know it's okay like it doesn't make you a failure to be like okay this didn't work i'm a failure i didn't complete this project Mm -hmm. sometimes once you put your project down it's finished and that's it (laughs) yeah yes that's something that that's really good advice because i need to be better at pivoting because here i am like stressing out about planning for quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. And I have to be like, this is okay. Like you have enough going on for, you know, in January, February, March. So that's definitely something that I think we all could do a little bit better is just pivoting. I am always like a firm believer in letting go of what no longer serves you so you can hold space and make room for what does. And a big part of that is pivoting, right? Like if you are clinging on to something that is bringing you down or just bringing in too much toxicity in your life, like, that's the easiest way to do it is just to like pivot in a different direction and be okay with like dropping something. Yes, I totally agree. And I'm a firm believer that, you know, the universe is always working in your favor, Mm -hmm. right? So sometimes these challenges that are presented in your way, it's kind of like a test. It's like, girl, how long are you going to stay in this, uh, you know, toxic relationship? Yes. (laughs) How long are you going to be trying to work on this marketing campaign that you know is not working? Right. Or stay in this job. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, like there's, everything doesn't have to be like that uphill upstream battle. It's like the most, I was thinking about this the other day, like the most amazing, like fruitful, like unexpected things, moments that have happened in my life, like the most glorious moments mm-hmm. happened when I was in flow. And it just, it, it, it's so much better. Yeah. It's so much more like delicious to be in that experience, to be yeah. like, I work this and 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 I finally got it. Then when you wake up and you're just like, you know what? I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> that little like glimpse of clarity, like that level of clarity is so nice. And it's, it's so bizarre that we honestly can tap into that. I found that the more inner work I do, the more personal development, the more it, I spend time meditating. It's 
easier to choose that where before when I was just like at this like level one level of awareness it was something that I didn't realize I could choose so Mm -hmm. it was like I was waiting to be lucky I was waiting for something to happen that came easily to me but it's like no I can literally like I'm like the co-creator like I can also tune into that Mm -hmm. yeah it's juicy when you're able to be like yep got it on to the next right (laughs) yep it's so true amazing well where can people find you and follow you on this journey definitely check me out on my website my dot com tiffbenson.com i am on instagram at tiffbenson uh youtube as well being tiffbenson i'm pretty visible online yeah all over the place (laughs) yep i swear if you just like google to and you'll find everything you need to know (laughs) exactly amazing well thank you so much for being on today tiff it was amazing speaking to you and just for you dropping those knowledge nuggets that's just so much gold right there thank you and i appreciate you having me on the show and i love what you do as well jody you're so helpful and i'm wishing you all the best in 2019 love Thank you. Prosperity and abundance. And pivoting. Ah, yes. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Alignment is a New Hustle podcast and being a part of the Aligned Tribe. I want to invite you to also check out the Facebook group, Alignment is a New Hustle for Entrepreneurs. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review or give it a shout out on Instagram. Not only will this make my day, but it helps other people find our amazing community. Don't forget. You are your own best resource. So please remember to release the magic within you at all times because what's possible is already yours. Hey, if you're a spiritual entrepreneur and you have not signed up for my free training on how to plan for six figures in your business, you are totally missing out. So head on over to www.jodykedwards.com backslash the six fig biz plan, the six F-I-G-B-I-Z plan. You will love the amount of clarity you gain and strategies I'm sharing to help you deflect the overwhelm. I'll see you there.